Hello, everybody, and welcome to the FBI's Most Unwanted and X-Files podcast. I am Jason Soto, joined here by my FBI partner, Brenda. Hi, Brenda. Hello. Hello, fellow government worker. We are off on the day we are recording this. It's a lovely Tuesday afternoon. I got the window open. Uh, Mine is not. I'm getting some breeze. I'm getting some breeze. Um, We are off. We are recording this in an afternoon, which is really weird for us. Normally, we do this in the darkest of nights. Yes. Secretly. Um, Secretly, yes. In a secret location that nobody knows about. Um, Ironically, in the same state. Um, Yes. How about that? How about that? Uh, I want to explain my voice. I am just getting over a cold. And I this is the best my voice has sounded in a week. It's still crackling. It's still Mrs. Beats, as you just heard, I'm sure. Um, but this is honestly the best it has been. And I actually did two shows yesterday. Um, so this is the third show I've done since I got my voice back. So am I doing too much too soon? Probably. But you know what? Show must go on. I'd like to explain my voice. I was born with it. Mm-hmm. At the end. That's what Lady Gaga was singing about, what your voice. Yes, exactly. When, when she says, this was how you, you were born this way? It was. It was about your voice. It was. So. I'm very important. Um, <laughs> I got to do Brenda's least favorite part. Oh, God which damn is, it. Which is going to be worse because of my voice. So this is going to be doubly Can bad for her. Can you just, like, dub some shit in? Like... <laughs> If I could pay an actor to say everything we do here at Rabbit Hole Podcast is sponsored by Audible. You can go to audibletrial.com slash rabbitholepods and try it absolutely free for 30 days. You can download any audiobook, original show, or podcast that you want. After the 30 days is up, you just pay $14.99 a month to get access to more audiobooks, original shows, or podcasts. Uh, if you cancel any time, even after the trial... Whatever you've downloaded, uh, you get to keep for the rest of your natural and unnatural life. So why not give it a go? AudibleTrial.com slash RabbitHolePods. Using that link helps us out here in the network, and it'll help me get my voice back. So thanks. You can also become a Patreon member. Patreon.com slash RabbitHolePods for one single solitary dollar. You can support us um, here at the network. You get bonus episodes. You get content that you've never seen before. And you get to hear episodes way in advance. And by way, I mean probably a day or two in advance. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, but yeah, every Patreon dollar that we get goes right into the network. And it helps keep this ship afloat. And I want this ship to be afloat. So... Uh, patreon.com slash rabbit hole pods and a big shout out to every patreon member that we got you guys are awesome and cool and i love all of you i would put all of you in a security blanket and then keep you all nice and safe and warm that's how much i love you guys thank you all right um nothing important happened in the baseball world so we can skip the bump date Nothing happening. Nah, nothing important happened. You were on crack. 
Oh, all right. Let's do Brenda's baseball buff date. What happened? Okay, 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 okay. First, there was a World Series. Oh, was there? And, um, the Rangers of Texas beat the Diamondbacks of Arizona. But that is not the best news or the most exciting news. It's everything that happened after the World Series. The world has gone bonkers. Oh, so I'm surprised. The White Sox have no players left except for um wait what Robert, what there's no there's no baseball players on the socks it's a zero they, team they they like got rid of all their players except for like Luis Robert Andrew Vaughn and Dylan Cease okay, three oh, people. and, and Yoan Mancada so that we have a third base but they got rid of Tim Anderson who was a don't shake your head I don't know who that is Oh, okay. So they got rid of Tim Anderson, Elvis Andrews. Um, um, you could be Yazamani. making these names up for all I know. I, of course I am. Yasmani Grandal and Liam Hendricks. He beat cancer and then they cut him from the team. What the fuck is up with that? Who does that? Who cut someone after? Okay. So you clearly don't care, but they kept their shitty manager. You're not they talking to me. Up. Remember this. You're talking to the people at home oh. who follow yeah. baseball. Look, they cut their shitty man. They didn't. They kept their shitty manager, who led them to a horrendous losing record season, but got rid of their best players. Now the Cubs actually did something smart. They stole away Craig Council. He's one of the best managers in baseball. He played for the Diamondbacks back in the day. He was a catcher, so therefore he's a great manager. Um, they stole him right from Milwaukee, and as a result. There's a park named after Mr. Council in Milwaukee, and it was vandalized last night because he is leaving for Chicago. A bunch oh. of managers got fired. A bunch of managers got hired. But really, the story for me, the biggest story for me, is that the Cincinnati Reds just just took a shit all over Joey Votto and let him go. And yeah. it sucks because, one, it's messy, and he's got to clean that up now. And, two... He is the most. He was the most interesting man in baseball. So I don't know what's going to happen. Is he going to play somewhere else? We don't know. But he spent 22 years with the Reds organization. Um, he's only been a Red his entire career, and they're just like, nah, we're not going to pay you. So they paid him a fraction of what they were going to pay him to buy him out of his contract, and um, they can piss off. There, oh. I said. Okay. Oh, I'm watching Dominican baseball now in the evenings. So we're going to have Dominican buff dates in the yes, coming months? but I must tell you about my favorite announcer. I don't know his name because they're really bad about putting, like, their, like, chirons on and, like, tell you who the actual guy is. But I call him Cocaine Man <laughs> because he gets so excited and and just, like, yells. <laughs> like, when someone gets And hit, he sells like, cocaine on the side. I cannot say he does or does not, but he sounds like he does cocaine in about the fourth inning. Because starting in like the fifth inning, he's just so excited till the end of the game. So, cocaine man. Cocaine man. Okay. I All love right. him. Okay. Is that it? Yeah, I guess. Really? Well, I, mean, I was expecting a really about, long one. I could talk. That's what she said. I could talk about the Arizona Fall League if you want. I don't know what that is. It's um, basically, it's 
prospects for Major League Baseball here in America, not Dominican. They play in Arizona. They just had their all-star game. Um, I fell asleep during it. So mm. that tells you how exciting it is. Don't fall asleep during Cocaine Man. Dominican I think Republic. it's impossible. Spanish. I speak very bad Spanish, but I can understand about Porque? 45%. Por qué? Por qué? Por qué? No. Por qué? Stop it. Did you just tell me to shut up? Yes. Whoa, okay. Watch yourself. You're on thin you ice, Missy. You're on thin ice. Yeah, you're on fired. you're on two podcasts on my network, so watch yourself. Well, I'm only temporarily on one. So. You're temp I don't know. I may I may permanently move you to that one because Oh shit. Well now I gotta think about it. You just told me to shut up on my own show. And on my it own is- network. It's it's a it's a friendly shut up though. I only tell people I like to shut up. <clears throat> I was telling I you porque. Like I was saying porque because that's Spanish for little. I know. No, it's not. Yeah, porque. It is. porque. Or a poco? little bit, or like a little Un po- bit. Un poco. <clears throat> a little that that too. Por porque. Okay. Hey, I did Duolingo for a year. All right. Um. Okay. So don't Here's argue your- with me. Was your string 365 days? Did the owl do a little dance for you? Yeah. I love that owl. And then, after, and then after that, they went to ads, and then I had to give up. Oh, see, no. I can't do ads. Me neither. But that's why I get so mad when you read your ad. It's because of Duolingo. But now, see, here, the ads benefit us because we get money. Oh, right. Right, right. The oh, ads yeah. are annoying normally because we get nothing out of it. Yeah, when I read the ads, we get money from it. So get that fat check from uh, Patreon every month. And Jeff Bezos. <laughs> yes. Does he sign the check himself? It says it says JB, which yeah. really could be anybody. It could be Jack Black. It could be Jason Bourne. It could be James Bond. Ooh, what if Jack Black is signing your check? That would be amazing. <laughs> I would love it if Jack Black was signing my checks. Holy shit. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. I wouldn't even cash him. I'd just put him up in a frame. Oh. He could, Jack Black could literally give me $40 million. And I would make a photocopy of that check, cash it, and then put the photocopy up on a frame. Question. Anyway. yes. Does Jack yeah. Black have $40 million? I'm sure he does. You think? You think he's that rich? Dude, he, he is in like Kung Fu Panda, like in that series. Which I'm sure got them like a billion dollars each. Really? Um, he was in that Mario Brothers movie, which like that's another billion right there. Well, he was on an episode of the X Files. He was on an episode of the X Files, so we got fifty-seven dollars. If he's <laughs> this was before he was Seven. popular, so fifty-seven cents. You mean? Uh, he got three cents for being in Neverending Story three. Yes. Um. And then maybe scale for high fidelity. Ooh, yeah, probably. Oh, and then he's a recording artist. And he records music. So you got to counter all that. So there you go. He definitely okay. has $40 million. But if he gave you $40 million, would he have anything left? He can get it back. He's got to make one more Kung Fu Panda movie, and he's, he's set. Is he obligated? He's probably obligated. I'm sure what he has to be obligated. That panda's been like through so many adventures, and it's enough. Stop it. He has done three kung fu movies as a Why? panda. 
Well, tell me why there's three Minion movies. Oh, I cannot. I can't tell you why there's one Minion It's the movie. same. It's the same thing. It's the same thing over and over again. But here's again. the thing. I like Jack Black more than whoever is in Despicable Me slash Minions. So I'm, I'm rooting for the Kung Fu Panda just because of Jack Black alone. All right. That's acceptable. Can we can we just like maybe say no more of either? <clears throat> oh yeah, I'm down for that. Let Jack Black do his own thing. If he and Kyle Gass can make a second Tenacious D movie, I would be so happy. If you that that probably would lose money, to be honest. Not for me. I would I would give them forty million dollars. They made a second. You would pay forty million dollars for a second Tenacious D movie? Hell yeah! Was the first one worth forty million? Oh yeah, that was a fucking awesome movie. I didn't see it because it was made after. Check 19. it out. Check it out. No, I, I sincerely, if you are a fan of Tenacious D and Jack Black and you like their music and their brand of comedy, you will love their movie. Well, I like Jack <coughs> Black. Um, I think we should move on because we just killed a whole lot of time. <gasps> Sorry. And we have like two very important episodes to get through. Of the X Files. Just cut it all in post. Nah, that's fine. Okay. Our our first episode for the afternoon. Uh, we are going to episode twenty of the X Files of season one. We are almost done with season one. It's it's crazy. Um, this episode is titled. Darkness Falls dun, dun, dun. came out on April fifteenth, nineteen ninety four. Was that? This is right around the time Kurt Cobain killed himself. Yep, tax day. And it was tax day. What a sad, sad day this was. The only no, thing we no. had going for it was this X Files episode. Look, tax day when I was that age was awesome because I got a refund. Now I pay, so. Okay, you're not that much older than me. So in 94, you still had to been a teenager. Yeah, but I worked. I was on my own. I've been on my own since I was like 17. Okay, fair enough. Uh, regardless. <laughs> I graduated um, high school at 17. I was 18 in in April 94. I was 18 years old. Oh, my- okay, okay. All right, I guess that makes sense. All right. Because I got my first job when I was 18. Oh, I got my first job when I was 15? Mm. You lazy bum. Yeah, yep, that's me. Totally. I mean, you don't run a podcast network and work a full-time job or anything. Jesus. Nope, I don't do any of that. You don't work through sickness ever? Nope. Uh Uh-oh, my light just popped off. Hold on a second. Oh, shit. There we go. There we go. Okay. It's on a timer. Oh, I can see again. Oh, my God. Probably should have brushed my hair. We're not on video, Brenda. You're okay. I know, but my hair looks shitty. It's just me. You're fine. Okay. Brenda, you look fine. You are, don't take this the wrong way, but you are very beautiful. Oh, shut up. And I mean this oh, in a friendly way. I meant that in a friendly way, though. I, I mean that in, I know, a, I know. in a flirty, hitting you creepily kind of way. Oh, hit me. Jesus Christ. I said hitting on. <laughs> oh, I thought you said, I'm not hitting you. I'm like, no, please don't. <laughs> I'm not hitting you. I'm not hitting you. Quit hitting yourself. <laughs> Quit hitting yourself. Okay, we are never getting to this episode. All right, Darkness Falls. It's a good episode. No, Darkness Falls. This was a good episode. Shut up and talk about the episode. Okay, Darkness Falls. We are in the state of Washington, and there are some loggers who are deep in the woods of Washington. I think they said it was Olympia. 
in our little Google map, I put Olympia. They don't really fully say, but I think somewhere it said Olympia, um, Washington. Um, so that's where I put it. Uh, anyway, there's some loggers. They're they're cutting trees down, and um, the loggers are scared of something in the dark. They don't they're, they're they don't want to be in the in the woods at night, and so they they they're running, and it becomes dark, and then they're like, "Oh shit, it's dark," and so, um, these little neon green colored bugs show up. And attack them. And then we get our theme song. And uh, this leads us to Mulder and Scully uh, being called into Washington State to investigate the disappearance of this logging crew, which was like 30-some-plus guys. That's a lot. <clears throat> That's a lot of dudes to go missing. At one time. Like, you know, 30 people a year. Maybe should disappear in the in the country, maybe. But no, this is thirty people at once. The quota has been reached in one day. Yeah, this is like Donner Party levels of uh, oh, shit. Yeah, it is of disappearance. Um, so they get called in to to figure out what happened to this logging crew. Um, they they meet up with um a ranger who I'm sure has a name, but this little write up thing does not want to give him a name. I did not. I didn't find him interesting enough. We'll just call write. him Ranger. He's just a Ranger. It's fine. I have a funny story about park rangers. It's okay. Really okay. So one day there was a bunch of park rangers going around my neighborhood on their ATVs because I live near a park, national park, and I could not remember the name park ranger to save my life, and I called them nature cops. So now <laughs> I just call them nature cops. <laughs> I like nature cop. Okay. That could be a movie. It, it is. Jack, it's going that could to be, be a, that would be the next Jack Black movie. Jack yeah, Black yeah. is Nature, nature Cop. Cop. <laughs> Let's pitch it. I'll I'll get Jack Black on the horn and I'll pitch it pitch pitch Tell it to him. him. There's forty million dollars in it for him. Exactly. See, I'm bringing it all back together. Every exactly. Little... Back together. Okay. So Mulder, Scully, this Ranger, and the Nature Cop. Well, no, Wait. the Ranger, oh, oh. and then the. CEO, president, the foreman of the logging company, some dickhead from the logging company who was Can a big asshole. The capitalist. <laughs> Cause you know what? Yeah, no, no, you know what? You're not wrong because that was almost like a hidden theme in this episode. Oh, sure was, was it was it was about like capitalism versus anti capitalism. Like, you know, because uh, we had to deal this whole thing with eco terrorists. Which were these uh, people who were against the logging company for cutting down all the trees? They were monkey wrenchers. They were monkey wrenchers, and uh, what they would do is they would lay traps throughout the woods, like little spikes, and fuck things up for the loggers. Um, it's almost cartoony. <laughs> it was a little bit, but um, it's what they did back then in in the early nineties. Yeah. And this is this very much is a product of its time because oh yeah this is definitely a early nineties like thing, um, but yeah so we got these echo terrorists and so they the 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 dickhead from the company the capitalists yeah. he's like he like oh it's those it's those echo terrorists who's who's responsible we need to find those guys and figure out how my men disappeared 
And so they're in the Rangers truck and they're driving and they hit a spike that one of the Ickle terrorists put down. And so now they got to walk to the, the logging site, the camp, the camp. And when they get there, it's deserted. There's like nobody around. And they left their weed. <laughs> they left the weed. That shocked the hell out of me. Me because, too. Because here's why. In 2023, we take like weed on TV now for granted. It's like everywhere. Because it's mostly legal now. Some states know. Some states state. know. But most states do. There's a state adjacent to us that is legal. Um, Every state adjacent to us is legal, sir. Even Ohio? Not yeah. Ohio. Really? Ohio got to it before us? They're, about, the they're just gonna... as conservative as we are. They like money more than we do. That's weird. I knew Illinois and I knew Kentucky. Ohio Michigan. surprised me. Let me, let me no, Michigan. Michigan, Michigan. I, I 100% yes. I That makes sense. All right. I'm going to look up. I'm going to Google this and my Google history is going to be really happy. Michigan, the home of Kid Rock and ICP legalizing weed? What are you talking about? And Ted Nugent. Don't forget Ted Nugent. And Ted Nugent. Is weed legal in Ohio? I swear it is. <coughs> I'm um, surprised. Yes. Wait. Hold on. Is it um, just medicinal? It might just be medicinal. Yes. 90-day supply of medical marijuana is is legal. So just medicinal, not recreational. Um, They think they're, they're voting on it. Because Illinois is both. Oh, they're voting on it right now, like today. They're Are voting you... on recreational. Okay, that's fucking weird. How the hell did that timing work out? That's Which weird. Is... That's very weird, Brenda. I'm sorry. It that's... Really, it's really fucked up. And weird. That is really weird. What the hell is going on? I'm creeped out right now. Anyway, um, so anyway, Mulder finds weed in the logger's cabin. It's a lot of weed. And I was like, oh my, they showed weed in 1994. That's insane. Because typically you didn't get that in the early 90s. Oh, <clears throat> um, so that was interesting. Okay, so um, they're trying to figure out what happened. They're, they're investigating the area, and then they find way up in the tree line this basically a giant cocoon. And um, they're like, "What is that?" So Scully gets up on a ladder or a crane or something to go check it out because she's a medical doctor. And yes. um, and uh, she sees in the cocoon. A, uh, a, a, a mummified guy. Okay. Like, he was, like, sucked of blood. Yeah, desiccated. Desiccated, right. that's the word, yep. I I wrote some notes down about the scene, because it, a few things seemed off about it. Um, okay. One, that jacket she was wearing. Holy shit, was that. It's it's a product of the time. It's a 90s. It's the 90s, Brenda. You gotta give you gotta like, give fashion a break when we're in the '90s because that was what was hip and cool and popular. But she usually has a little bit better style sense than like what is on trend. Like she has a more classical style. I felt, um, and I felt this was a little bit out of character. But even worse than the jacket was her hair. Her hair looked like shit in this episode. Well, I think everyone's hair looked like shit in this episode because also, they were though, getting rained on. What? What I did note 
to to be a little more serious is that she seemed exceptionally disturbed when she saw that when she was cutting through the the webbing i guess yeah she yeah. just she, saw, she seemed exceptionally disturbed like we've seen her autopsy things yeah yeah and, yeah 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 you know, take out livers and brains and then she's like sees a hand and she's like oh i'm like really a yeah hand? that's weird that that's the thing that that creeps her out yeah maybe she has a hand thing oh. that could be that could be um so yeah, they find this. I'm just gonna say it's a mummified guy, but yeah, he's desecrated. He's got no blood in him, and then now they're like, "Well, what the fuck is that?" They also find uh, this dude who is an echo terrorist, and um, he has a mustache. Mustache McGee is what I'll call him. Yes, thank you. Because uh, that was distracting to me. Wasn't it? It was. Didn't his mustache distract you? Yeah, very much so. The fuck out of me. I was yeah, like, very much so. That's all I kept looking at. Because it was very prominent. It was very prominent. Whoa. I just. It's almost. It was almost. uh, um, What's his name? From Parks and Recreation. Um, Oh. Oh. Ron Swanson. Ron Swanson, yeah. Yeah, it was almost like a Ron Swanson kind of mustache. Yes. Yes. um, So he's he's an echo terrorist. Yeah. the the capitalist wants to kill him because uh, he thinks he's the one that killed all the loggers. Um, the ranger wants to arrest him because he's putting all the spikes all over the place and causing cop. havoc. He's nature cop, and so but they're but he's telling them like there's these things out in the woods that are these little bugs, and they come out at night only in the dark, and if you're not protected by light, they will basically mummify you um and mostly they believe this except for the capitalist um even scully's kind of into it which is kind of strange um but uh then it becomes a we're trapped in the cabin type of deal because they can't get because the echo terrorists they disabled all the cars Monkey wrench them even. They they yeah they 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 destroyed all the working vehicles, and they can't just hike back to civilization because it's gonna take longer than the day, and they don't want to be out in the woods at night. So they hunker down in this cabin. Um, it gave me this episode. Like, I was getting worried because it was giving me vibes of the uh, ice episode yep, when they were stuck in the ice station, and I'm like, oh, don't be another. Ice, but this one was a little better. Yeah, this one was better. Um, but I was like, okay. Um, so they're stuck in this cabin. They're trying to figure out, you know, how to get help. Um, Mulder apparently, on his off days, took radio repair classes. Um, because he repaired the radio that the echo terrorist broke. I believe he um, went to Debray, to be honest. He might I, in his spare. Keep in mind, in his spare time. No, you know what he did? This is the 90s, right? Oh, he t- he yeah. took that Sally Struthers course that mm-hmm. she offered. This is very... I I'm, I think only older people listen to us. I'm sure they know what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Sally Struthers had these commercials. And there are younger people who are like, who the fuck is Sally Struthers? That's a whole other story. But if they saw South Park, they would know. If they saw... Yeah, that's true. Um, But anyway... Apparently he took one of those courses because he fixed the radio pretty quickly. 
And um, so that's another talent Mulder has, apparently. Um, and so... Fire can fix radios. Yes, and he's very squeamish. Yes. Yes. Oh, and I should stress that this was written by Chris Carter. So yes. that means that this is all canon, and this is all canon part of the lore. Because it's from Chris Carter himself. So Chris Carter himself says Mulder can fix radios. Right, so it's officially on his resume. Yes. If any other writer wrote this episode, I'd be like, nah, that's not true. Hmm. Um so um the the echo terrorist, he he in one early morning he's trying to sneak out. He's trying to fix a car, one of the cars or the trucks. Um and Mulder catches him and he's like, uh, hey, are you trying to leave out on us? Uh, and the guy's like, no, I got some friends on the other side of the mountain ridge or whatever. Which is the least believable story ever. <laughs> he does tell a really <laughs> terrible lie. That ends up, spoiler alert, end up being kind of true. Um, yeah. Well, actually, we don't know. We'll get to that in a second. Hang on. So he says, I got some friends on the other side of the ridge. I need to go check on them because they only had enough like light or gas or something for like a day and a half. And it's been two days now. So I need to fix this truck. I need to go check on them. When I do, I'll go get help, and then we'll come back. They pinky swear on it. Mulder, he basically, Mulder pinky promises. You do you swear? You swear on your mother that that you're gonna come back? And the guy he lets the guy go. And of course, everybody gets pissed off at Mulder. Even Scully, even Scully was like Mulder. <clears throat> like she was annoyed at him. The capitalist, I should mention, uh, he gets fed up with everything and he goes off on his own. He finds the ranger's truck and he's trying to fix it. And he did not take the Sally Struthers course because he could not jumpstart that car to save his life. And he was only able to do it once the little bugs were attacking. And I should say, I should stress now these bugs. They're like neon lightning bugs, sort of, but they're even smaller, I think. They're like mosquitoes or moths. I don't know, really. Moth is bigger, so I would say they're like gnats. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Because we only see them in, like, a swarm. There's one shot when they were going to commercial. They got a close-up of one. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting. Um, But otherwise, we only see them in a swarm. And they're in like this neon green, and they get into the truck that the dude, the capitalist, is in, and they end up cocooning him and suck his blood out. I'm I'm gonna point something out here that the first victim we saw was cocooned with all of his blood sucked out, dead. The second guy we see get killed, he's cocooned, he gets all of his blood sucked out. And he's dead. I want everyone listening to this to remember those two facts to when we get to the end of the episode, okay? Because when the end of the episode happened, as much as I liked this episode, I yelled bullshit so loud that my neighbor knocked on the door and was like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, but let us I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. So the capitalist is dead. And the echo terrorist is maybe going to come back. So now it's just Mulder, Scully, and the Ranger. 
and the echo terrorists took the gas for the generator. So they only had enough gas for like eight hours. And it's going to be dark soon. At this point, I'd like to note that it looks like Scully cut her bangs. Really? Yeah, I noticed I her hair. I did not notice that. That's a good observation. Thank you. I like it. I was more worried about how this episode was going to end. Oh, it's going to end in bullshit. Oh, 100%. <laughs> but um, now it becomes kind of a tense thriller Ooh, because yeah. the generator's running out. They only have one light bulb. And the, the swarm of the bugs are surrounding them. Mulder notices that they're technically covered in the bugs, but it's the light that's keeping them from eating them. Okay. That was a weird little thing to put in there. Like, I don't know what that was supposed to, because it, it, yeah. I, it, I, it I, I, make sense. I really feel like Chris Carter had a good idea here and he did not know how to end it. This is a recurring theme. I feel <clears throat> I, 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 and it's not, not specific to Chris Carter's episodes, but it's been more than one episode where it's been a great premise and, and the show's been pretty good and then it's wrapped up in a nice big bow of bullshit. I agree. Okay. So they decide, they, they make it through the night. Um, They decide to get the hell out and they make it to... um. The um the the rangers truck where they find a capitalist dead, stress that dead, desiccated. And All of his blood's gone. Desiccated, blood in sucked up in a cocoon. The echo terrorist shows up with his awesome mustache and a jeep, but no friends. So this is where I'm like, okay, maybe he. We didn't see it. Maybe they didn't have time. Maybe he was going to run. He came across his Jeep, felt bad, and then said, all right, I'll go get them. I have a and different theory. What's, what's your theory? I don't think he wasn't one of the terrorists. I think he was a plant. A plant for who? Uh, CIA, FBI. Oh, the, oh, oh, okay. I don't think, and I think maybe he was investigating these, perhaps, bugs, if you will. Um, I think he, he was not part of any crew. Which takes us to the ending. Yes. To get into the Jeep. What happened to the Jeep? Why did it stop? I don't remember that. Oh, they ran over um, spikes. And, That's uh, right. It was irony. Yeah, because he ran over his own spike. And that's right. In the foot, yeah, it? that's it. Yes, that's right. Yes, he ran over his own spike. That's what it was. And so then the swarm gets into the jeep because okay. of the jeep. <laughs> now we get the scene of dudes in white vans and helicopters <laughs> swarming the area. They get to the jeep, and inside the jeep. Is Mulder, Scully, the Ranger, and the terrorist cocooned. But? But 
Wait, 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 wait. Before we get to the butt. So you're like... They kill Mulder and Scully? Because every other body that was cocooned was fucking dead. Almost instantly. So you're like, oh shit. They killed Mulder and Scully? And so now the whole series takes a different a different trajectory, <clears throat> right? We're we're gonna embark on a new journey. Chris Carter says no. They're okay. The bugs didn't kill these people. And that includes the Ranger and maybe the terrorist. I don't think he was a terrorist. <clears throat> Probably not, but we don't know. They're okay. They're taken to some quarantine lab somewhere. And they... Something happened to their skin because all their skins are blotchy. And they're walking around with IVs. I don't know what they did. They did something to them. But Mulder and Scully and everyone's alive. And this... I guess it's the government. I guess it was the government. The CDC. We'll say it's the CDC. They never identify themselves as a CDC, but I guess that makes sense. Because the the, the 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 little nerdy guy was trying to sound all threatening when Mulder was like, like, how are you going to contain them? And and the guy's like, I can't remember exactly what he says, but he's something like, like, oh no, Mulder, we will contain them. Like, he gets all like, like all bossy and everything. And then that's the end of the episode. And it's like, wait a minute. That doesn't make any fucking sense. How is it those other guys died instantly? But no, because we got our main characters cocooned. We can't kill the main characters. So they were just cocooned. I know what happened. That weed we saw, Chris Carter got into it. True. And then he had to write the ending of this episode. Very quickly. Very quickly. Because he had to go to Taco Bell. Because that's... Yes. I dig that, by the way. Thank you. Wilson's wearing a Taco Bell shirt for those. I am wearing a Taco Bell shirt. Just everyone. No one can see. No one can see. But I am wearing a Taco Bell shirt. Um, Okay. I do like this episode. It's an interesting idea. They did not stick the landing. Um, But little bugs that... Oh, we didn't really explain where the bugs came from. So they cut down one of the big giant trees that was not supposed to be cut down. And inside that tree were these magical, mystical bugs that's like thousands and thousands of years old. And because they cut this tree down, this is what let them loose. Because this is kind of our environmental message. Like, hey, it's 1994. We care about the rainforests. Remember that movie Fern Gully? Yeah. This is is almost Fern Gully, but in a 45-minute spooky angle. And with a mustache. And, uh, yeah, that's what we're all about. It's the rainforest. So, um, but I, I, I dug the episode. It was interesting. It was tense. You were like, how are they going to get out of this? How are they not going to get killed? It turns out the answer is they'll get cocooned, but they won't die. Because bullshit. What about you, Brenda? I actually also enjoyed this episode quite a bit. Um, I did have that fear at a point that it would turn into an ice-like situation, but was relieved it did not. Um, I think it was paced very well until the end. And this is often 
I think the problem with Chris Carter's writing, sometimes I think he gets, you know, a little too much devil in the details and then he's got to wrap it up quickly and maybe it's deliberate. Maybe he's like, oh, no, I'm not going to explain this. This is just how it is because I'm Chris Carter and I can do that. But it, it leaves me, I, I don't know. I, I wanted a better explanation as to why they lived and the other guys died. Um <clears throat> Because that, that's a huge hole. It's a huge plot hole. Um, I not agree. That I wanted Scully and Mulder and the nature cop and the alleged terrorist to die. I didn't, but they should have. If we're looking at the pattern, because you know, evolution takes a long time, right? And you've got these really old bugs, and they're used to killing people. They're not all of a sudden going to stop killing people. That's what they, That's their, what they do. So, unless they were saving them for later, like a snack. Oh, okay. That was my only thought, was that maybe that they were full because they killed the 30 people and they ate them and sucked all their blood. And mm, maybe mm. they were, like, cocooning them and, like, like, like putting them in, like, aluminum foil for later. Okay. Like all weed right. mounties or something. I don't know. Weed mounties. So, we got nature cops and weed mounties. No, weed brownies. Oh, brownies. I'm sorry. I heard Mounties. No. Oh, God. No, we're not talking about Canada. We're not in Canada. Not yet. Yes. We may get there soon, but not yet. Um. Okay. But no, this is a good episode. However, again, the landing. It is a good episode. Yeah, it's it just the ending. Or... It was just, how do we end it? Let's have Mulder and Scully and get cocooned. But not die. Because but not need- die. They're under contract. Yeah, yeah, of course. There are stars. All right. Yes. Oh, I thought you had something else to say. Um, that's it for Darkness Falls. Uh, we're going to take a quick, quick break. And when we come back, uh, boy, howdy, did a lot happen in this next episode that we're going to talk about. Uh, we will get to that in a moment. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Jason Soto. And I'm Lisa Leahy. And we're the host of Between the Scares, a podcast that takes a look at every movie that Blumhouse Productions has made. You may not recognize the name, but they have made some of your favorite horror movies like Paranormal Activity, Ouija, and Insidious. Yeah, Jason, but they've also made stupid movies like The Fever and Best Night Ever and Hysterical Blindness. Yeah, those two. But they also did Whiplash, Get Out, and Us. And we're going to cover it all. Hey! Did you know that Jason Blum also produced that Gem and the Holograms live-action movie? He did that? Uh-huh. Ugh. Fine. But then you have to watch The Green Inferno. Uh... So listen to Between the Scares on Anchor, Apple, Google, Amazon, or our home location at rabbitholepodcast.com. Okay, we are back. Let us get into... Episode 21 of Season 1 called Tombs. Came out April 22nd, 1994. Kirk Cobain did not get to watch this episode, unfortunately. Um, He had been murdered already. He killed himself. He was already mostly dead at this point. Uh, Wait, are we going to debate this or not? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, is there a conspiracy theory you want to share about Kirk Cobain? You don't know this? No, I, I know all the conspiracy stuff about Kirk Cobain. 
But let's not talk about it because we've got something better to talk about. We got a lot to talk about in this episode, actually. So much happened. So much in this episode. It's crazy. Uh, okay, so first off, first and foremost, um, if you're jumping into this podcast at this point, you need to go back some episodes where we talked about the episode Squeeze, which actually looks like it was our second episode ever. Because yes. um, we were introduced to a character named Eugene Toombs. Um, so just, I'll, I'll give the very basic plot of two of him as a character before we jump into this, because this episode depends on you knowing that episode. So quick story, Eugene Toombs, he's a, he's a mutant guy who is like mostly immortal, but he doesn't die naturally. Um, he's been alive for like hundreds of years. Um, every, don't tell me 30 years. Yeah. I think it's 30 years. Every 30 years, he goes into hibernation. Um, Then he comes out of hibernation. He has to kill five people, eat their livers, and then he goes back into hibernation for another 30 years. That's his whole deal. Okay. That is a very specific, like... Oh, and he also can elongate and stretch his body, like stretch Armstrong. He can, like, fit into... It was called squeeze, so he can fit into tight little things he can like air vents. sneak in air vents um uh, in this episode sewers um all kinds of tight little spaces and so that's kind of his thing uh he's also played by noted actor doug hutchinson um who you may know has later on dating a very much younger woman whose name i can't courtney stodden god i pulled that name out of the fucking memory banks um, who I will admit, and Brendan's gonna disagree with me, and I don't care. She was very hot, but she was very vapid. Um, but anyway, that's a whole other story. I will um, agree that she's very vapid. That's fine. I thought she was hot, but there was a problem because he was like in his forties. It's was a like, very big problem. She, she was, was like twenty, or yeah, something. I, I I vaguely remember this. Um, all you remember are her boobs. True. But uh <laughs> but it was very problematic and people gave them shit. They had a reality show for a hot minute. Uh I think they've now been divorced since they've gone their separate ways. I don't know what he's doing now. I'm sure I know what she's doing now. Um actually, you know what? While I'm talking about this, I'm gonna check something. Um so anyway, this is the sequel Um to Tombs. Um we get a follow up because that's I guess was what we needed. But you know what? I'm I talk shit, but I'm gonna say this. Hands down, probably top five episode of season one. I agree. This was a damn good episode. Um and um as much shit as I talk about uh Doug uh Hutchinson here, he does a good job as tombs. He's a very good bad guy monster um but um okay Courtney Stodden okay she does not have an OnlyFans so my theory has been shut down uh anyway (laughs) um I'm sure you can go to Pornhub and find her anyway so we are not because she's not hot I'm not gonna judge you either way Brenda Anyway, so now in this episode, we are now in the episode Tombs. Uh, we find out that Tombs 
uh, is getting a hearing uh, to be released from the uh, sanitarium that he's been locked in all this time. They made it seem like... Did it seem to you that it made it seem like years and years has gone by? It did. It made it seem like time... A lot of time had passed. But it was it was just earlier in the season. Correct. So I, I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, the timeline's weird. Um... So he's got a doctor um, who I don't know why they hired the weaseliest looking actor to play this doctor. Like, he looked like a shyster car salesman guy, right? He did not look, well, one, he did not look like a doctor in any way, shape, or form. Like, not even the doctor who graduated last in his class. I mean, he looked <laughs> like I would buy. You know who he reminded me of in a mm. weird way? So if mm. you take Les Nessman from WKRP and you smash them together with Herb Tarlick from WKRP, that's Okay. Weird. I I I'm with that. He also reminded me to keep the comparisons going. He reminded me of a knockoff George Costanza. Yes, and you know who else he reminded me of? The hmm. dad from Alf. Okay. And you know what? I want to say the George Costanza thing, because if you remember on Seinfeld, they had that whole season where they were making the TV show. Yes. I think the guy that played uh, George, I think it's the same actor. I'm going to look it up. I'll look it up. Okay, I'll look it up. Uh, Because I think that's him. To play George. Well, I mean, they weren't trying to be like dead ringer for him. Um, but I'm very curious if he was, if he was that guy. Wow. This dude did a lot of shit. This guy has 178 credits to his name. He's not dead, is he? He is not dead. Go Weasley guy. Go. Oh my God. He did so much. Um, Seinfeld on this list. Okay. I'm wrong. He was not on Seinfeld. Forget I said that. Anyway. Um, so there's a trial. To let tombs go. Can I can I correct that? It's not a trial. It's a parole. Well, it's a hearing. Okay, you're you're right. It's a hearing. An administrative I, hearing. It was an administrative. Okay, you're right. I'm sorry. I hear the word judge. They actually got to say objection and stuff like that. So you I thought it was a trial. Hearings. I've done administrative hearings. I objected a lot. Well, because I'm an asshole. So I can see you doing that. Actually, I can just see you for no reason object. I object. I and then I like um, you have that dramatic pause moment where you're like, "Shit, why am I objecting?" And then you just make something up. That, that's how lawyering works. Object, lawyer's tie is stupid. I, I object. He I want you to use that. I want you to use that next time. <laughs> I, if you if you object but you can't think of a reason why, just say that the lawyer's tie is stupid. No, I usually will just say I don't know. It just seems wrong. <laughs> Um, anyway, the hearing... It's always hearsay, by the way. It's always hearsay. Hearsay. Um, there's a hearing to let Tombs go. Mulder gets called up as a witness. And Mulder is the Mulderacy Muldered that he has ever Muldered. Because he goes off the fucking rails. Yes, he does. Because he starts off normal. And he's like, 
we found these dead bodies that were relinked to him. And he is also a hundred-year-old mutant who eats livers. If you let him go, he's going to eat all the livers in the city. And <laughs> Thank you know you. what struck me about this thing, this whole... You can tell I'm feeling better because I'm screaming now. Yeah. This whole Mulder going off the rails. He gave no fucks. Like, when, when like, Scully's like, what the fuck? You, you like, blew it. And he's like, oh, I didn't, what do you mean? I told the truth. That's what you're supposed to do. He told the truth, yeah. I mean, in Mulder's defense, he did tell the truth. We cannot fault him for that. We can. We can't. Oh, you can't. I can. Because he, you could tell the truth. Okay, let me put it this way. So there's a way to tell the truth so that you don't look like a raving lunatic. And then there's the Mulder way. He could have done it the other way. Okay. And and not compromised who he is or his ideals and just explained the issues that Toombs has or may have and, and not have gone off the rails. Like, that's not, it was just unnecessary. It was entertaining as fuck, though. I enjoyed oh, it. Oh, it was. It was funny as shit. But, um, yeah, boy, he sure did blow that. Um, Scully, meanwhile, is in a meeting um, with a very interesting person um let's see well uh, hang on wait 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 wait. i gotta check i gotta check my notes his name was uh oh it's gonna tip of my tongue um um oh assistant director walter skinner holy shit he makes an appearance we got this is his first appearance yeah and then you know what he actually starts the episode after the theme song yes and i was like what we get Skinner in season one. I thought he, was, for some reason, I was stuck. I had stuck in my head that he was not until season two. It was just. I thought that too. No, I did too. And I was like, I was like, what? He's so soon? Oh my god! And I was so happy because I love Skinner. Skinner is amazing. Not he, so much in this episode, but no. later on, he's a fucking badass. And he can be such a dick. And I yeah, his ability to be such a dick. Yes. 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 I was, I was very excited. I actually... Like, and... I little, woo, it's Skinner. Skinner. Next to Skinner, we get the cigarette Ooh. smoking man. Ooh, yes. Now, up until this point, the cigarette smoking man was just kind of like in the background in a couple of episodes. He was in the pilot. Um, a couple other episodes. He was just there. He was just some guy in the background. You never really paid attention to him. Here... They put him front and center. Yeah. He is literally next to Skinner, chain smoking like fucking crazy, which again is a is a sign of the times. Very much. Because because so. to me I was like uncomfortable. And here's the thing: I grew up in the 80s and 90s around chain smokers. My whole mom's side of the family did nothing but smoke, like nonstop. And as a 43 year old man, I was uncomfortable with the amount of smoking he was doing. Because I kept thinking, Jesus Christ, that's a lot of s- smoke. That office must reek. Must well, fucking reek. And, and this is where I struggle to remember if you could even smoke indoors at this time, like, with regulations. I it might have been starting at this I think point. it was. Um, it was starting around this time. Because I know, like, they phased it out of bars. Like, when I was able to drink legally at first, you could <clears> smoke <throat> in a bar. Now... You can't smoke in a bar unless you're nope. grandfathered in, which is bullshit, by the way. I don't think anyone's really grandfathered in. They just don't. I didn't even know that, really. 
Flamingo Pizza. Um, they smoke. Bars. I don't go to a lot of bars either, so it's. Um, I don't either. I I go to zero bars. Oh, that's true. You don't drink, but. I don't drink, but you, you there's a pizza place that's also a bar, um, that has really good pizza, but they're always smoking in there, and so I won't. All right, eat, that's fair. But I'll go get a pizza from there. And take it home, I guess, because you and can't it be around like cigarettes. cigarettes. No, I'm kidding. And it tastes like cigarettes. It's really good. <laughs> No, but I was very uncomfortable with just the amount of smoking, and I know that that's the character thing, but I was like, Jesus Christ, that's a lot of cigarettes. Because um, he even puts one out and then starts a new one, and I'm like, oh my God. Anyway. Take a break, dude. So we get Skinner. We get Cigarette Smoking Man. And Skinner is um, razzing Scully because um, all of their cases have not been by the book. They keep going off the book. And if they're going to keep the X-Files open, they have to go by the book. And Scully, we got to make sure you keep right. things on the book. That's right. why we put you in the in the X-Files. Now, I thought this was interesting because if everyone remembers, Skinner was not the guy that put Scully. It was that other fucking dude, whatever the fuck that guy's name was, whoever, whatever. That guy. He, he was the one. Who seemed to disappear. And he was like, you go to the X-Files. You keep Mulder tame. You keep, you know, whatever, whatever. And then now we're at this point where Scully is into Mulder and the X-Files. <laughs> and is like, you know, like, oh, yeah, totally playing by the book. Sure. So she shows up to the hearing. Um, the 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 judge... Uh, is like, okay, we're going to let Toombs go. We think he's, you know, okay now. Uh, they put him into the custody of these random old people. I thought that was funny. I got to get a, I got to get a law perspective from this, Brenda. Can an adult guy be released into the custody of two random people that have nothing to do with each other? Yes. Um, it could be some sort of program, like a halfway house type deal. There's sort of like, I don't want to say foster parents, because that's not, he doesn't need a foster parent, but they're sort of like his minders. So I think it, it's not very common now, but I think in the past it, it was more common. And they're usually religiously affiliated, but they can't say that because it's the government as well. But it's usually there's, there used to be a lot more of that than there is now. Now they just put them on the streets because that's how we treat mentally ill people in my, in the United States. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, but yeah. Not um, Tombs is mentally ill. I that's mean, a weird thing. Like he's not, there doesn't really seem to be anything wrong with him. If you look at him, he functions as an adult. No, no. Okay. Just, Let's pretend we don't know who he is for a second. Let's let's go on the outside. Okay. Now we're looking at him, okay? He doesn't have any kind of behavior issues. He's not like a stark raving lunatic guy. He's like not Mulder. doing <laughs> Right, exactly. No, but he, he he's very composed. Mm-hmm. He he doesn't he doesn't get easily excitable. He doesn't seem to be like threatening like if again, we're looking on the outside. No. He doesn't look too threatening. And so everyone just thinks he was wrongly accused of all these murders. And so that's why they let him go. And they put him into the custody of uh, the two random old people. Um, but now looking into the inside, we're like, okay, this is bad. <laughs> yeah. And no, Mulder, 
And Mulder's very much like, oh, this is bad. Um, so he's like, because Toombs, if anyone remembers, he was one liver away from going back into uh, hibernation. He just needs one more liver. He needs one more liver. But Mulder was like, well, he's not going to attack the old people because that's too obvious. Because that's going to raise suspicion onto him. So they're okay. Um, oh, and one of the um, uh, agreements to releasing him was he had to live with the old people. And he had to get his job back at the um, at the Baltimore Animal Control whatever. Which is weird. Um, which we see bits of him doing. And it is fucking weird. I don't get grossed out easily, Brenda. I gotta tell you, I, I watch know. a lot of horror movies. Uh-huh. I can I can sit through a lot of stuff. I watched a movie called Terrifier. Have you seen this? <gasps> yes. You know the scene? Yes. I got through that scene okay. Oh, nah, okay. Him picking up the rat and then licking his fingers <laughs> made me want to throw the fuck up. Yes. Me too. <clears throat> I was like, that was unnecessary, Morgan Wong. This is a Morgan and Wong episode, by the way. Uh, they're going to be our favorite writer duo throughout this whole series, by the way. Yeah. They write a lot of the great episodes. Um, so, Mulder's now stalking Tombs. Like, needlessly, like, relentlessly. He's just following Tombs all over. And there's a funny moment. I love this part where Tombs is out picking the rat. He's licking his fingers. And then he sees a woman. And he starts fixating on this woman who's walking. And he's about, the tombs is about to go towards this woman. Then Mulder steps in. He's like, hi, I'm looking for my dog. He likes to hunt moose. And then tombs gets all pissed because he, he basically cock blocked him. Oh, he liver blocked him. Basically he liver blocked him. I I believe I shouted cock block. um, Yeah. But there's what is interesting about that scene when he's fixating on the woman it sticks out like the background goes to black and white and what is oh yeah prominent is her blue coat and this is sort yep. of because it comes up again in a little bit yeah 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 which i don't know what that was about because i don't remember sure. that in the other episode him doing that no, um it's just a new weird thing but um so yeah so Mulder liver blocks him and then well let's we'll get to it now there's another there's a part where he's following uh tombs is following a guy Yep. And the guy is wearing the purplest coat I've ever seen on a guy. I'm not judging. I'm not judging or anything, but it was it was a weird it was a weird color for that guy. Like your choice, yeah. I don't know why he was wearing that. Um but with the same thing happens. It goes black and white, the purple is more sharp. Um and he decides to follow uh that guy. Um and now we get to uh, – I'm jumping around here a little bit. That's okay. Bit. I think it's fine. Um, there's so much that happens here. Actually, let's let's get to Scully for a minute here. So um, Mulder tells Scully, like, he can't get away with this. We got to find a way to, you know, put him cock back away. Him. We got to find more ways to cock block him. And we got to find proof that he actually murdered, you know, somebody. So he tells Scully – uh, go investigate the murders from like 30 years ago and 60 years ago, um, which brings back the cop that was in that one up ep- the you know the the uh, other episode, uh, who's in a wheelchair, and um, uh, there's a moment with him that is also funny, but I'll get to that in a second. Um, so she goes up with him, and they're like, we need to figure out um, 
um, how to get this guy, how to figure out how he murdered, you know, he murdered somebody in the 1930s or whatever. So they go to a place and they got this device that like scans the ground and they explained it in the episode and I'll be fucked if I remember how they explained it. But basically they're scanning the ground. They're looking underneath the ground for anything unusual. Anomalies. Yes. That's how they allegedly found Hitler's bunker. Really? I can never tell if you're fucking with me or not, but that's okay. Um, and you'll was never- there not just was there not just a sign pointing that said Hitler's bunker right here? They had to use a they had to use technology to find it. Oh, okay. Well, my my recollection of watching this ridiculous TV episode of something one day was they were using this. It's like they're like it's like a ground and 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 they've used this in other things too to like find bodies that are buried in cement. Yeah, but- yeah, yeah. Um, there was this guy and he's like, this is where Hitler, his bunker was. And they used the thing and then they found nothing, of course, because it was bullshit. Oh, yeah. But they, they tried to do this in Australia as well. There were, um, there was some children who went missing or something and they, a parking garage was built or whatever. And they like tried to, they had to scan it and cause they didn't want to like tear up the concrete. So they tried to use this thing it showed anomalies, but it ended up being like air pockets and stuff. So they didn't find anything. Mm. It's I don't think it's it's sort of like hypnotism. Okay. I think that you know it, people see and get out of it what they want to. Um, I don't I don't know if it's the most reliable technology. I don't know that it's admissible in court even. Like, I'm I'm not sure you could get a warrant based on it. Hmm. I would try. Hmm. I'm not sure. I just, I don't, from what I've seen of it, it's mostly bogus or leads to like a lot of false positives. So like, oh, this has got to be where where Hitler is. No, he's in Argentina. Come on. Anyway, this ends up not mattering because the the cop in the wheelchair just, no, the cop in the wheelchair just goes off in that direction. He stops and he's like, it's here, which made me. And there's, him, by the way, and there's no explanation for how the fuck he knew that. He just was just there, and he was like, "Oh, it's here," and they started digging there. where he was, and it was there. What I wrote down was they found a skelly with a ring on it, and I was like, <laughs> "Are they not going to explain not. how the fuck this guy got?" The fig, yeah, okay, and it doesn't matter. They find a skeleton, and he's got a ring in his finger, and that's supposed to be the evidence that's supposed to put tombs away. All right, back to Mulder. He's been following tombs, and he follows him to this neighborhood. Um, question. Yeah. Unless this thing that I'm, um, um, uh, the house. That Tombs breaks into yes. with the guy and the woman mm-hmm. and the toilet. Yes. Um, Was this a random guy or was that the doctor? Because I could not figure that out. I thought it was the guy in the coat. It might be the guy in the coat. That's who I thought it was. Okay. Okay. Because I kept going back and forth at first. It wasn't the doctor. I, cause I, well, I thought it was for some reason. 
I don't think so. But you, you, you know two. what? You are right. It is the guy in the coat. Okay. I was so confused watching it, though, because the guy with the coat happened, I think, before or, like, right before the scene where they were looking with the skeleton and the yes. thing and all that. And then I'm going, how the fuck did a wheelchair guy find the thing? And then it went back to the house. And then I completely forgot what I was watching. And then I thought this was the doctor. You're yeah. right. You are 100% correct. It's the guy in the coat. Okay. He follows the guy in the coat to his house. He is married to a woman who does not wear pants. And um, they have a toilet. And the toilet has a lock <laughs> on it. And Toombs decides to sneak into the house through the toilet. Because... I, you know, why not? It's there. We need to do it, I guess. But as he's about to sneak through the toilet, she closes the lid, puts a uh, uh, like a, a lock on child it because they have a a child lock because they have a kid. So he's stuck in the toilet, and I was waiting for a humorous moment where we see like the inside of the toilet, and he's like pushing up on the lid, and he's like. Oh man. <laughs> it means some sort of tidy bowl man joke. I mean, but no. But we don't get that. Instead no comic relief. It's after the toilet, he then decides to go the normal route and go through a window. Much easier. Should have just done that to begin with. <laughs> Less dramatic though. I think secretly Tombs thrives on the drama of like not only does he thrive on livers, it's also the drama and it the is, yeah, yeah. procures the liver. It's like So yeah. he sneaks into the window. Mulder sees this. Well he sees like the, the handprints. And he alerts the, the guy, the, the guy and the and the pantless woman. Um It was a wicked by the way. No pants. I mean I can appreciate a woman with no pants. <sighs> I want that on my tombstone. Right. I can appreciate can a woman code. with no pants. Jason Soto. November. Well, we'll just put the episode date on this. November 13th, 2023. <laughs> um, I'm going to write this. I'm writing this down. All right. Keep talking. I can talk and listen. You're technically my lawyer, so you can make this happen. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, um, uh, so, with with the the guy alerted, Tombs escapes, um, and pantless woman continues being pantless. Um, Tombs now has had enough of Mulder's shit. I think I would have too. Uh, because we've established that it was like a few days since he got released, so Mulder has just been constantly on his ass, and so Scully checks in on him, tells him about the skeleton. And is like, I'll watch Tombs' house to make sure he doesn't leave. And um, Mulder, go get some sleep. Because he's just been awake for like 72 hours. Or and whatever. this is where we get the Howard Stern reference to Baba Booey. The Baba Booey! Oh, and a bunch of baseball. He listened to a bunch of baseball games. Mm-hmm. I, I only knew two of the teams he listed. The Phillies? I think he said it was one of them. Uh, he said, listen to a Phillies game, some other sports. And then Baba Booey. Baba Booey. Which I appreciate it. Me too. Which makes me wonder two things. One, could they not have just said Howard Stern? Was there like a copyright thing on that? Or two, was Baba Booey more identifiable? I think it was a sneaky way to get a Stern reference in. Hmm. 
I think that the the writers were fans of Stern and didn't want to be super obvious. I don't think it was a copyright issue. I think Howard Stern's ego and dick probably would have gotten really big based on being absolutely on the X Files. Um, but I think Baba Booey was a more subtle reference. And yeah, if, that's if true. If you were a fan or, or you knew who Howard Stern was at all, you wouldn't know what Baba Booey was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, Scully lets Mulder go home. And I got to give a shout out to the writers and the people who made this movie. Because the movie that Mulder is watching, did you know what the movie was, Brenda? I forget. It was The Fly, the original. Oh, yes. The original Vincent yeah. Price Fly. More specifically, the scene where the woman, who I can't remember, I'm sorry, okay. takes off the, the hood that the guy who got turned into a fly, and we see the fly. Mm-hmm. Classic scene. Classic scene in cinema. Um, So he's watching this, and I, I, I can believe that Mulder would watch this movie. I 100% am. Uh, yeah. No doubt in my mind, this is something that Mulder would do. So Mulder's asleep on his couch. Toombs sneaks into Mulder's apartment through the air vent. And this is a fucked up scene, I think. Oh, this whole thing was fucked. He sneaks into Mulder's apartment. Uh, Toombs starts disfiguring himself. He puts a gash into his cheek. He grabs Mulder's shoe, puts a boot, a footprint on it. He beats himself up. And then he goes to like a park or something to get found by the cops. And the cops take him into a hospital. And the cops are like, who did this to you? And he's like, special FBI agent Fox Mulder. Oh, can I make a note for one second really quick here? I'm sorry. That reminded me. Twice did his first name get used. Scully calls him Fox. Yes. And that was like, like I jumped when she did that. I, that I, was so, out of I was like, here. what? Yeah. yeah, I was like. And then like even Mulder was like. I even make my parents call me Mulder. <laughs> and then they, my thought was, are they banging? Right. It was it was so like jarring to hear her say it. But then later, I'm jumping around again, but later Skinner says it. That is what blew me away. I was like, <clears throat> really? Like, yeah. You don't know him like that. I was like, whoa. They're really trying to establish that this that Fox is his first name. Anyway. Back to what happening. Tombs frames Mulder for beating him up, um, which is very Dirty Harry. If you've seen Dirty Harry, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And um, this gets Mulder in trouble with Skinner. This is where Skinner says, Fox, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then he's like, you cannot go near Tombs ever again. You have to just let him go. Um, and then Tombs gets his fifth liver with the uh, skeevy doctor. And then he is now ready to go hibernate. Now, this is where the timeline was weird for me because I I had thought this was like maybe six months later, maybe, maybe a year, but then they're like, so, you know, that old hideout that we caught him in, (coughs) excuse me. Yes. We caught him in. That was like a tort, like a um, condemned building. It was about to be torn down, blah, blah, blah. Well, now it's a fashionable mall. Yeah, that does not happen in a year, let alone six Yeah. Months. So I was like, well, how the fuck much time went by? 
So they figure out that they're going to go back to his normal, the, the, that place. And they're trying to figure out where he is in this mall. And Mulder, you know, deduces that he's going to be underground. And so they find a little control panel for the escalator. If you were scared of escalators before, this episode is not going to alleviate your fears. Let me tell you. So they go, he, Mulder, Mulder's the only one who can go into the, into the little hidey hole of the escalator. Um, creepy scene. And he finds tombs all like hibernating. He made a little cocoon. A lot of cocoons in both these episodes, interestingly enough. Yes. Um, and, uh, of course, tombs starts attacking. There's a little bit of a scuffle underneath the escalator. Um, Scully gets the strength of a thousand men and pulls Mulder out. And I'm sorry, no offense to Scully. Mulder's a big dude. He's tall. He's a little, he's not buff buff, but he's a tall dude. He's got to, he's got to be a good, like what? 260, 280. No, he's tall. He's a tall dude. He's a tall dude, dude. I don't think he's that heavy. 260? I don't think he weighs like 15 pounds either. He's how much do you think how much do you think Mulder weighs? Maybe he's two, not 250, 40. 240, maybe. And that's Okay. That, we'll compromise and go 240. But I don't even I think that's high. Regardless, I, there's no way Skull well, by herself. He does not weigh 260. Okay. The point is Mulder's not muscular, but he's not super skinny either. And he's a tall dude. And I don't think Scully would be able to pull him out by herself. How much do you think That's his skeleton weighs? <laughs> uh, how much would a skeleton weigh? I don't know. That's a question that I don't think we can answer. <laughs> Not while he's alive. Any event, Scully pulls him out of the escalator hole. And he starts the escalator. And this kills Tombs. Which was awesome, gets, by the way. Which was pretty awesome. Interesting kill. Um, and um, and that brings the end of uh, Eugene Tombs. Unless there's an episode later on where it's like he gets reincarnated or something. Which, knowing this show, who the hell knows. Um, we get like a little bit of an ending where Skinner's reading Scully's report. And he turns to the cigarette smoking man and is like, do you think this actually happened? The cigarette smoking man is like, yup, puff. And then um, Mulder is like outside of the you know FBI building and he's like, there's a change coming, Mulder, or Scully. There's a change coming. Which Very o- ominous. It, it, it signals, I think, where we're going in the next couple episodes as we the look at ne- Yep. Soon, ish. I know everyone's very was on the edge of their seats about this, and I thought I should update people. Uh, Courtney Stodden's Twitter has not been updated since 2022, so I don't know what she's been up to. Uh, The last picture that she posted, she proudly has gained some weight. She's very proud of this, and she likes showing her ass. But again, this was in 2022. I don't know what she's up to now. What's up? Is she still hot? Um, I'd still bang her. You're gross. (laughs) (laughs) 
She's not hot. Hey, hey, you can find whoever you want to find hot. I won't judge it. I don't even know who you find hot. Boba Shut. And see, I, I, won't, I won't judge that. You can't judge that because that's objective <clears> and true. <throat> he is hot. I don't want to bang him, though. That's the thing. Like, there's a difference between finding someone hot and wanting to bang them. So do you well, want see, to bang her or is she hot? That's No, no, no. This is a personality thing. Because, see, you're, you're very reserved. You don't go around just banging people left and right. You're very reserved. You don't... I, I've known you for a while. Yes. I, I've known this about you. You just don't go out and bang random people no. in a relationship or not. Regardless, you just don't bang random people. No. I, on the other hand, if I had the freedom to, I would bang who the fuck ever. Really? So, it's more of a personality thing. Okay. So, I can find someone hot. And also want to bang them. I'm just saying. She's not hot. But if you want to bang her, that's your business. And if you find her hot, that's your business too. This is all not important because there's no chance I'm ever going to get a chance to bang her anyway. I don't think you should say that. Because I think there's always a chance. What are the odds that I'm going to run into Courtney Stodden and, and she'll let me bang her? I don't think she's discriminates very much based on what I've seen. I think she's going to look at this and go, I am not banging that. She banged the, the dude who played tombs though. You're better looking that guy. But he had money. You have a Taco Bell shirt. I run a podcast network. He is. Gross. Anyway, you're not gross. <laughs> I appreciate gross. that. Thank you. I appreciate that. This episode was fucking amazing. It was. It was awesome. Top yeah. five episodes of season one. Yes. Um, This was great. I like that they returned back to Tombs. He is a very interesting character. Um, I like him as a monster. It's fucking creepy. A fucking guy who can sneak into your house in any opening. Like, you can lock your window. You can lock your door. But he come into the fucking toilet. He come into your fucking toilet. That's terrifying. It is very terrifying to think that <clears throat> you go to the bathroom, especially as a dude, you, you got your dick flopped out, <laughs> you flip up the lid, and there's a dude in there. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm sorry. It's more terrifying for a woman because they sit down. I suppose. That, that's worse. Because a dude can at least look and see there's a guy there. There's a guy there. I'm going to run. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna not, dick out or not. I'm gonna run. A woman is not gonna notice. They're just gonna sit down, and there's a fucking guy looking at your cooch. <laughs> so I'm sorry. It's more terrifying for a woman. I guess yeah, you're right. For a lot of reasons as well. For many reasons, but I'm just like <laughs> picturing a dude like his dick flopped out, like half asleep, you know, taking his morning piss, and flips the lid up, and they're. <laughs> There's Doug Hutchinson there's in your fucking, toilet. <laughs> Not just any dude, that dude in your toilet. Doug Hutchinson, yeah, no. Okay, you just you just up the ante now by making it the actor. Yeah. Um okay, you got a point. Um No, this was a great episode. Yes. I mean the monster was great. Tombs returning was great. We get the introduction of Skinner. We get more lore on the cigarette smoking man. Um the X Files is now in danger. 
What is that going to mean? We'll find out. <coughs> uh, everything was just great. This was all a great episode. Yes. Highly recommend it. You got anything to add? It, it, was, it was wonderfully paced. It was well shot. Um, I, I especially enjoyed the the shots that went to the black and white in the background i don't know that really popped to me for some reason maybe, yeah maybe it was very blue. um schindler's list it was yes with the girl in the red coat the red yeah yeah okay um so it's very cinematic it had a cinematic quality to it yes yes at, at the same time with it being you know scary it was it, and it was more creepy than scary and i think mm-hmm. creepiness you know, it is. It was. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. So I enjoyed it women. a lot. And I, the, there are some when we do, you know, we've both seen all these episodes that when I have to go back and watch them, it's like, oh, God, I hate this episode. But this is not one of those. No, this was. Ice. I remember seeing it on the list mm-hmm. coming up and I was like, tombs. Yes. I can't wait to get to that. Yeah, that's a good yeah. one. And it's, it's just jam packed with. And it's also, I think this <clears> one. <throat> Don't die, please. Um, Sorry. This one, it's okay. No, I'm actually genuinely concerned not being Thank in Thank you. But um, I think this stands the test of time more than the previous episode does. Because the other one, you can... This one, I think you can take the whole thing and it, you can fit it into today. This would be... And you wouldn't have to change very much. The other no. one, you've got the horrible hair, the horrible mustache. You've got so many things that... No one gives a shit about the rainforest no more. Oh, no one gives a fuck. And yeah, so it's it's, it's very, very much it's so. a very 1994 episode. This is a more classic, creepy story that can fit into any time period, and I appreciate that a lot about, especially the episodes, um, the monster of the week type ones like this that also yes. incorporate some of the X Files canon and lore. At you know, not a lot of it. It's not heavy on it. But it's incorporated in, and those episodes tend to be the more um, ones that stand the test of time, in my opinion. Yes, I agree. Excellent. Excellent episode. Okay. That's all we got for you on this episode of The FBI's Most Unwanted. Can I plug my other um, uh, podcast on your network? Please do. So I'm currently filling in um, as a host. I'll be right back as you do that. Okay. Um, I can say whatever I want now. He's not going to hear. So he's not here, but um, I'm filling in on this podcast called Hearsing Around with um, Chris and Isabel, and they're awesome. And they have graciously welcomed me in while um, Carl is taking some time off. And we discuss um, people who have recently passed of note. Um, the most recent episode we did as I sit here today um, was the Matthew Perry, Richard Mull and um, Richard Roundtree episode where we discussed not only Shaft, but also a lot of the other um, things that Richard Roundtree did. Um, Chris and I discussed a bit of um, Night Court and and then the Matthew Perry, of course, you know, we, you know, Isabel talks about how much she loves Salma Hayek and which is fair. Um, and then I talk more about the legacy that Matthew Perry leaves behind um, with what he did for the drug abuse community. And then, you know, that asshole, Jason, um, he's never, Oh, hi, Jason. Oh, hi, Mark. Um, <laughs> yes. Go listen to her sing around. It's awesome. It's... And Isabel and Chris are wonderful. 
And um, I was actually very honored to be asked to fill in, and I enjoy. You guys mesh so well. I enjoy. I mean, I, I legitimately enjoy their company, and um, you know, we're, we have a group chat too. Um, yep, I, yep. I, I sometimes I struggle to keep up because you know, I have stuff to do now. <laughs> but Brenda doesn't even catch up with the rabbit hole one. She keeps up more with the hearsing around one. Yeah, I do. Which, because does that hurt my feelings? So Maybe much. a little. Look, you know, you've known me a long time. I'm not really great in big groups. So it's a smaller group is better. All right. Anyway, please go check out Hersing Around. It's yes, at rabbitholepodcast.com. Go please check that out. And while you're there, go check out other episodes of The FBI's Most Unwanted. Uh, we are almost done with season one of The X-Files. Um, and you can go check out all the other episodes we've done. And you can check out other podcasts that we do there. There's all kinds of great stuff. There's comedy shows, music shows, movie shows, um, a book club even. Uh, all kinds of great, awesome stuff. Rabbitholepodcast.com. Hopefully next time we are together, I will be better. better my, be. Voice should be, my voice should be 100% by then. Um, Brenda, thank you so much for doing this with me. Oh, thank you for having me. I am having so much fun doing this show with you. Thank you so much. You put up with my silliness, and I because I am. You equally put up with my silliness, so. We are both ridiculous human beings, so. We are. We 100% are, so. (laughs) Uh, That is going to do it. Thank you all very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. The truth is out there, cocksuckers. Copyright 2023 Rabbit Hole Podcasts, rabbitholepodcast.com.